Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real-life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates to debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, scams, and multi-level marketing. Happy 2022, hunbots and hun bros, and welcome back to another year on Life After MLM. That is incredible for me to say. Um, I am, I mean, I'm just going to come out and say it. I am incredibly proud of myself. <laughs> um, oftentimes, I don't take the time to sit and actually be proud of myself and actually say, wow, look what you've accomplished. My executive dysfunction and my imposter syndrome are my biggest adversaries in patting myself on the back. So um, I do really just want to say that I am very proud of myself um, and and what not only I accomplished, uh, but what I was able to produce and bring forth and the people I was able to meet because of that and the adventures I was able to go on because of all of this. 2021 was an incredible year and I just want to say thank you to all of you who have been here with me since the beginning, who have been here on this journey through my ups and my downs, my successes and my failures. I am so proud of life after MLM. I am so proud of you guys. I am so proud of the emails I'm getting all the time that you guys are leaving your MLMs, that you are educating yourselves, you're educating your friends, you're starting to create content, you are educating others. I mean, it's just, it's an incredible avalanche of advocacy that I never expected in a million years. The anti-MLM movement is growing so much. I am so excited. This podcast is growing. I am incredibly excited about that. I cannot wait to see where 2022 takes us, the people that we'll have on the show, the giveaways we'll be doing, um, just the most incredible stuff. I have so many things up my sleeve. I have no idea how to execute like 98% of it, but you know what? I've got 365 days and we are going to use every single day to the best of our ability to just knock it out of the park consistently. So I just recently made a TikTok video because every single year on the beginning of the year, I'm like, man, I wish I would have taken my stats or wrote them down or whatever. And so what I did this morning on January 1st, um, I went around, I screenshotted all of my social media, and then I made a TikTok video sharing my stats, where I'm at on January 1st, 2022. If you are somebody who's growing your social media account, if you are somebody who is in this advocacy and wants to see how they're growing, I 100% recommend this. I know, you know, now it's January 2nd, whatever, you still have time. Grab those social media screenshots within the first week make a TikTok video, make an Instagram post, make a Facebook post, wherever that one year reminder will come back and be like, oh my gosh, look how much I've grown and how much I've done in one year. It is, it's really, it's just a really great way to look at your own growth. I know a lot of times we fall into that comparison trap. I am so unbelievably guilty of it where you're looking at other people and saying, but she's got a book deal or her podcast has this many followers or what? Like, her TikTok is blowing up or her Instagram is amazing. Like you have to understand that everybody is on a completely different chapter in their lives and every single person's book looks different. And the chapter that I'm on is not the chapter that you're on and it's okay. 
And the chapter that, you know, someone like Jane Marie is on is not the chapter that I'm on either. And that is also okay. So don't fall into that comparison trap for 2022. Get your stats and just, you know, compete with yourself. You are the only person that you're actually in competition with. So just compete with yourself and just try to be better every day. Try to grow. Do what feels comfortable to you. You are not in a race with anybody else. And that is what is so important to me and so important, I think, to this movement and what we've done in the last year and what we've changed. It's not about competition. It's not about who can get the most YouTube views. It's not about that. And if you think it's about that, you know, you maybe need to take a step back because it's not about that. It's about educating and and moving this message forward and dismantling the lies that we've been told and indoctrinated into since 1979. I mean, let's be honest. So I want to share my stats with you guys. You're some of the people that actually care and actually understand. You know, I'm up on my soapbox and uh, you guys like listening. So I'm going to just take this time to, to share with you guys some stats, what we hit in 2021 and what we're going to exceed in 2022. I'm going to start off with IG. Um, this was this is probably my most consistent account on social media. I've had my IG account. This was actually my The Real Roberta Blevins IG is actually my old LuLaRoe IG. And if you scroll all the way to the bottom, like you will see the very, 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 very first like, oh my God, I'm going to be a LuLaRoe consultant soon type posts. I mean, they're all there. I left them up there because that cringe, like, not only motivates me, but it motivates you guys too. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes people see me and they go, wow, like, you know so much. I just left my MLM. I'm so, I'm so intimidated. Like, you know so much stuff. Like, go back to the day I left my MLM. It's still on my IG. You can go back to that. You can see where I was. You can see what I was posting, what I cared about, what I was sharing at the time, the the pettiness in my words, like you can see it. You can absolutely see it. Um, and so don't ever compare yourself again. Like we're all in our own chapters, in our own books. So if you ever, ever, ever feel that comparison trap, head on over to my IG, scroll back like four years and um, I don't know, make yourself a bowl of popcorn and just laugh and be like, okay, I'm not alone. Like that's the whole point of all of this, right? Like you are not alone. I am not alone. We are not alone. Anyway, I digress. Like I said, for me, IG has been the most consistent. And for the longest time in my journey, I could not surpass 6,000. I just couldn't. I don't know what it was. Every time I I did something and I got new followers, I would look and I I had lost followers. And I'm like, why can't I get over this hump? And it wasn't until Lula Rich came out. So, I mean, there's that whole thing that is sort of kind of part of me, but not really. Um, you know, that someone that had a much bigger soapbox than me decided, hey, Roberta, we want to put you in a movie. Like, I'm not denying that that helped greatly on everything. Um, But again, like, it took me four years to even get that movie deal. You know what I mean? So again, like, don't come and look at me at, at the page that I'm on and be like, I can never do that. Because I guarantee you, like, 
you can. Anyway, I digress. On the real Roberto Blumen's Instagram, we have 19.9 thousand followers. I was really hoping for that 20k before we hit 2022, but you know what? 19.9 is incredible, and I 100% will take that. On the podcast's IG, and we do have a podcast IG. If you guys have IG and you listen, and if you heard me say that, you're listening. So head over to IG right now, follow us, Life After MLM Podcast. Uh, and as of this recording, we have 3,725. So I would like to just see what that is next week after you guys all listen to this because we have over 69,000 listeners and I'm wondering where y'all at. Maybe you guys don't have IG. I don't know. On Twitter, which I made literally like a couple days before Lula Rich came out so that we could have a watch party, I'm at 2,479 followers, which is great. I don't use Twitter a lot. Mostly I use Twitter just to um, share the news articles that my Google alerts pop up in my email every day. So if you're just sort of like, I just want to know the MLM news, that is probably the best place to follow me. Um, And then this is the really fun part here. When I started Life After MLM, I was on Anchor, which is free. Um, It was great for me at the time. I, I quickly outgrew it, but again, I had no idea what I was doing. But while I was on Anchor from February 14th until October 1st, when I switched over to being part of Solid Listen, We had 639,000 downloads on the podcast, on Anchor, which, I mean, that's incredible, right? It was like, like seven months. And I was like, what? This is incredible. 639,000 downloads in seven months. But then what happened was I switched over to Lula Rich came out. We did the whole Lula Bitch episodes. I started posting two episodes a week, which you guys, I love you, but I cannot continue that right now. I need a little bit of a break. Um, But after we switched over from October 1st to December 31st, we got 692,703 downloads. Incredible. You guys blow my mind. Which, if you do the math, is 1,331,703 downloads in nine and a half months. So I just want to say a huge thank you to you guys for being so unbelievably supportive, so unbelievably amazing. And then for everybody that follows on TikTok and enjoys our ridiculousness over there, TikTok has been my biggest growth aside from the podcast. Um, Never thought in a million years that people would be interested in watching me talk shit about MLMs in a very short format, but I was wrong. I was so, so wrong. On my main TikTok account, we have 257.4 thousand followers. You guys are incredible. 3.6 million likes. Wow. And then on my backup, which I haven't been banned on TikTok in almost three months, knock on wood, don't jinx it. But um, on my backup, we have 92.8 thousand, which is incredible. You guys are brilliant and I love you and you're changing my life and I'm changing yours. And like, it's this incredible adventure that we're on. I'm so excited to see where 2022 takes us. We have an incredible lineup so far of people that I am going to be interviewing and people that I have already talked to. I am so excited. If you are listening to this podcast and you were like, why hasn't she talked about my MLM yet? It's probably just because nobody's reached out to me and said, hey, I'm willing to talk about this MLM. Let's go. So if that's you, hit me up, email me, therealrobertablevins at gmail.com. That is the fastest way that I'm going to see it. But please, you guys, every single inbox I have, every single messaging I have is so overloaded. Please give me some time now that the holidays are over to get back to everybody. We're going to be doing a scheduling app. We're going to be getting more people in here. We're going to take this podcast full time. 
I am so excited. I have so many things and ideas in store for 2022. Thank you so much for being on this ride with me so far. I cannot wait to see what's going to come in the year. And also, we have our one year anniversary coming up on Valentine's Day. And I'm right now in the process of procuring some amazing giveaways. I, I mean, you guys, it's incredible. I can't wait. I love giving back. You know how I'm all about the ex-hun small businesses. If you are an ex-hun with a small business and you want to throw something into these big giveaways that I'm going to be doing for our one-year celebration, anniversary, spectacular, whatever I've decided to call it, I don't even know, please hit me up. Let's do it. I want to promote you guys as much as possible. You have changed my life, like I said, and I want to help you and change yours as well. Thank you so much. I've prattled on long enough. Happy New Year. I cannot wait. It's obvious how excited I am, but even more so excited is um, you're about to hear from Tracy Reed, who we met, but so much has happened in paparazzi since we last talked. And you guys, I don't know. Paparazzi seems like it might be the next one on the chopping block. Um, I can't wait. We're going to be diving into Papa a lot more in the next couple weeks. So much stuff has happened. We're also going to have Geraldine on here. We got the Tea Time ladies. We're going to be doing some stuff on YouTube. You guys are not going to want to miss it. Make sure you're following me on at least one of the social channels that I mentioned. I try to cross post through all of them so that nobody misses the information. But yeah, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. Today, we have what uh, everybody has been asking me for. And that is the return of Tracy Reed. Oh my gosh, I'm cracking up. I cannot tell you how many times people are like, when's Tracy coming back on? Or Tracy's episode is my favorite. Oh my gosh, that is yeah. so nice. It's, I think it's because of your tuna noodle casserole. <laughs> I can't blame people. I mean, it's tuna and noodles. It's happiness. It's happiness in one frying pan. I don't know how you could turn it down. People who don't enjoy Kraft macaroni and cheese dinner like it with the tuna. That's all I can say. That's my secret. That's my secret recipe. It's it's so exotic. <laughs> you are so funny. Okay. So, um, so much has happened since we last spoke. I know, so, right? <laughs> so much. <laughs> so let's get into it. Um, tell us so- about... Crack the Crown. Tell us about your show, Crack the Crown. I I might have started some trouble that has continued to spiral into something pretty amazing. So I have a couple of, of friends who I had met through our MLM paparazzi. And we used to get together and just bemoan the fact that we were rooted, moan and groan about, you know, can you believe this? Can you believe that? But after our COVID convention experience, we got more serious about spreading the word about this company and the things that they have done to their consultants. So we went live in a Facebook group and decided that we would just talk to each other and we would do it together. We would do a Facebook live and we called it tea time because my... My kid is always like, spill the tea, tell the tale. So we call it tea time. We have Tuesday tea time. So on a Tuesday, we got together, Geraldine, Susan, and I, and decided to spill some tea. And because we had both had pretty big careers in that network marketing company and got canceled for different things, we had some pretty cool dueling stories to tell. And then some things we had done together. Because Geraldine is the Geraldine, just like I was the Tracy. We had won a necklace the same year, and that's how we met. 
And then we kind of, our paths kind of diverged um, and she went on to become the number one selling consultant in the history of paparazzi accessories. Whereas I'm still just the Tracy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gerald, <laughs> as, as badass as I was, Geraldine is literally twice the badass that I am. She did literally double the, the, the business that I did. In one year alone, she doubled what I did and they made a whole new rank and she was the only person in it. Like she was alone oh. at the top of the pyramid, literally at, at alone, solo, uno, one chick. Wow. And then they fired her <laughs> much like they fired me. So we had really good stories to tell about how we had had different paths, but the same, we both got that boot. We got a pair of boots. Now we got a boot. We can walk. So we started this little tell your story healing session we called it tea time well people liked tea times they're like you should start a group we should start a group on facebook so we start a little facebook group we call it recovering paparazzi consultants if you're out of papa and happy about it started that on august the 27th um right now december 6th there's 1900 people in it every day we get stories of people quitting and they're quitting because we're spreading the word about the creepiness and the horribleness and the disgustingness that takes place in that company but here's the best part we're getting big elites to leave like people with huge teams are bouncing and they're bouncing because we decided a couple of weeks ago that we would test their lead and nickel free claims So we had a little lead test on one Tuesday where we got the home lead testing kits. And we said, these are home lead testing kits. We're not professional laboratory, but let's rub some swabs on some bling and see what comes up. Well, they all turn disgusting colors of purple. And I happen to have eight different people doing the lead tests on a live at the same time on tea time. We invited admins in, everybody got their own little lead kit and they were on all different places all across the country, all different pieces of jewelry. You take your piece down, you scrape the back of it, you rub the swab with the solution on it, you wait to see if it turns a color. And more than half of the jewelry pinged for lead. So that was upsetting enough, okay? That was upsetting. Oh my God. And I was upset because lead is very damaging, especially to children. Now, we told everybody, this is just a home test. We're going to have to send it to a professional lab to get percentages taken into consideration. But the next week we decided to test it for nickel because my daughter's allergic to nickel. So we tested it for nickel and lo and behold, about 80% of it pinged for nickel. So again, not quantitative, just yes or no to nickel or lead. So we've got people writing in, coming live on tea time, coming into the group and telling their stories on video and just in writing about how they had reactions to this jewelry or they've been feeling sick or they had so much in a room. They never had health problems before they started being a paparazzi consultant. Now all of a sudden they got headaches or they've got an exacerbation of symptoms. And I'm not saying that we're all scientists or medical professionals. I'm saying a lot of people had a very similar story about how this jewelry physically affected them being in their presence. So we've sent some jewelry off to some professional labs to have it tested and broken down by metal. But there's a lady named Lead Safe Mama who has been testing products for years. Lead Safe Mama did a test on some paparazzi accessories jewelry and found that it did not ping on her for lead, 
but it did ping for cadmium, arsenic, and antimony, which are three toxic chemicals that can affect the health of humans and animals. So lo and behold, paparazzi is pinging for all the stuff. Now we have all reached, and I shouldn't say we all, a lot of people have reached out specifically to the company, either as customers or consultants and said, can you confirm that your jewelry is hundred percent lead nickel free? And if so, can we see the testing? They said, yeah, we meet, we meet federal guidelines for lead and nickel. We have it tested by independent labs. Well, we'd like to see the testing. Nothing. They won't give anybody the testing. They won't release their test results. So either they're not testing it, which uh, when we started tea time, we got a little note from a lady who wanted to remain anonymous, who was your Daryl. We have our own Daryl. We call her, we call her secret Santa because she won't give us her name, which is fine. She's anonymous for now, but she is a former paparazzi consult uh, employee of the corporate office who also still has friends who are current employees in the building. So she kind of um, gives us an overview of tea time every week after we get done. And let us know if we were right, if we messed up a little bit, or if uh, we were right on. And by the way, you might think about this. By the way, you didn't think about this. We're like, oh my goodness, really? She's how we found out that paparazzi accessories had warehouse employees and corporate employees test positive for COVID the week before their convention, but they did not quarantine anyone, packed everyone up and took them to the convention where everyone got sick. And we're not, of course, saying that the corporate employees are who infected those individuals who started spreading COVID to each other at that event. But what we are saying is they didn't enforce mask wearing in their facility, nor did they have people quarantine or test for COVID before they went to their corporate event. Now, I know that I'm lighthearted in a lot of these discussions, and a lot of the stuff we talk about is um, personal stories of people on how they were just disturbed by different behaviors in MLM and how creepy MLM behavior is. But this is a life and death situation that people did not manage appropriately. As far as I'm concerned, people can have their own opinion about whether or not grown adults were allowed to go to the convention. You know, we're not judging people for attending because we feel like, and I feel like specifically, I won't, I won't put words in anybody else's mouth, but when you're an MLM person and your company has your your company has a corporate event you're socially pressured to go to those events so we talked about that the last time so I won't go into it and yes grown women and men make grown women and men decisions and they showed up to this convention but there was a mask mandate in place and the company didn't even go so far as to make sure its own employees were not going to be some of those contributing to the COVID load at that event so these are the things that the, the insider told us. The insider told us that um, their compliance department is actually run by one of the founders and one of the uh, liaisons that we all think it's some secret, the secret uh, group of attorneys offsite, but it's really just internal employees who pick and choose who they like and who they don't like. So it's all very uh, subjective and not objective. Uh, mentioned to us that we were wrong about one thing. She said, you guys were wrong about the number of tickets sold. It wasn't 22,000, it was 12,000. I said, oh, okay, thanks. She said, and I said, but I'm going to look it up and see, it says here that the MGM Grand Arena only holds 17,000 bodies at maximum. So no matter what happened, they sold 12,000 tickets to a venue that only holds 17,000 ticketed attendees. That doesn't count any of the staff people 
still social distancing was impossible in that arena. So yes, we were wrong about the 22,000 tickets, but still social distancing could not have happened, period. The lead and nickel testing is a whole nother matter because this is not, okay, do you believe COVID's a hoax? Do you think that paparazzis shouldn't be responsible for COVID, for the COVID convention? Okay, did people go make their own choices? You want to let the company off the hook for that? Company still never made a single statement about that, by the way. So let's just pretend that that never happened. COVID convention never happened. It was virtual. Nobody got nothing. You can, we can, but we can agree to disagree about whether or not that was horrible. Let's talk about lead and nickel and the jewelry that they advertise is 100% lead and nickel free. Their website, as always, lead and nickel free, lead and nickel free. So then we get some backpedaling from a corporate statement that says we meet all federal guidelines for lead and nickel content in jewelry. So I guess the federal government allows minimum trace of certain chemicals and metals to be in these products in order to be sold in the United States. And I maybe they're even allowed to use the term lead and nickel free because somebody who was a dietitian came on tea time and was explaining to us that something can say sugar free, but still have a trace amount of sugar in it, but it's a very minimum amount. But if it says zero sugar, then it has to have zero sugar, period. So paparazzi doesn't say zero lead and zero nickel. It says lead and nickel free. So is there a technicality <laughs> that lets them off the hook? Wow. I mean, maybe. Yeah. But the thing like is. It. The thing is, according to our testing, if there was only a trace amount of something, the color should have been really pale and the color was as dark as it could possibly be. So it was supposed to be somewhere between light baby pink showing just a trace of something and fire red or dark purple. Yeah, the swabs were pretty dark and pretty obviously a high amount. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. So I figured I could at least read my own lead and nickel testing swabs and come to my own conclusion that there's lead and nickel in them. There are pieces of jewelry, but do they meet the minimum standard allowed by law? We don't know because we've asked for the test results. They claim that they're doing, but they won't provide them. So something smells like dead fish. I don't know. So did you send the jewelry off to a lab to be independently tested? We've got jewelry at three different labs right now that I know of for sure and some people were like I'm going to send it off we'll see what happens not everybody like sent into the group like here's where I sent it and here's what I did I know we've got some at at LSU Louisiana State University I know we've got something at the University of Memphis in Tennessee and then one lady her name's Lisa Champanaria her husband was sending it to a private lab that his business uses for testing for different items because he's in in a scientific field and they have a lab partner that they use for things. And this is all just us trying to get answers. Um, It takes a really long time. We don't know. We don't know the outcome yet. We're waiting with bated breath. That's exciting though. But here's the other little thing that started happening. Certain folks started going to their banks and claiming misrepresentation and false advertising started charging back against the company and so far to date at wells fargo alone there's been one million dollars of chargebacks oh my god so we have started a whole thing roberta and do you know why we started it because of you oh you and your friends your former colleagues in a little and a little um a little docuseries called lula rich you inspired us all to do this. We have 2,000 people just on Facebook alone. 
we haven't talked about our clubhouse room. We go into clubhouse three or four nights a week and there's like five or 600 people waiting to raise their hand and tell their story. Like there are so many people who watched Lula Rich and said, oh my, this is exactly what happened in Papa Puke. This is exactly what happened in Papa Crapsy. Like we got all kinds of nicknames now. Oh my God. We have have started (laughs) preliminary talks to film our own docuseries called Papa Poor. You did Lula Rich, we're doing Papa Poor. Oh my God, that's incredible. And it's all because of you, girl. That's why I want to come on here and thank you. I'm like, look at Roberta Blevins did, you guys. I know her. I felt like Buddy the Elf. I'm like, Santa, I know him. I just wanted you to know that all of this could not really have, have taken off like it did if people did not see that someone had done it before us and been inspired by that. Because this group constantly talks about the Scientology documentary with Leah Remini and Lula Rich, because Scientology is talking about just the culty aspect of it, but Lula Rich focused on a multi-level marketing company and their manipulative business practices. And this is the stuff that made people sit up and say, I knew it was wrong, but I didn't know what to call it. I knew it was gross, but I didn't know how to explain it to anybody else. I knew that I had been taken for a ride, but I was embarrassed because I felt like I had been, you know, I felt like I had been manipulated, but I didn't know how I could explain this to people because it's not a church, right? It's not a church. It's just a business, but is it? I cannot tell you how empowering it has been to people who have been in that industry to watch that docuseries and then gather together as a group girl, we've got teams. We've got like 22 different teams working on 22 different aspects of class action lawsuits, doing training, giving mental, mental psychological support. Just to pe- We've had people come in and talk about deprogramming yourself from a cult. We've got folks talking about how to do chargebacks, how to recover your money. And if you can't recover your money, how to sell your inventory effectively, you know, are you ill? Have you been ill? People are going and getting blood tests done, having their levels checked for different heavy metals, having come in contact with joy. We're so organized and everybody is so inspired and so fired up because of this, because of you. I'm pretty awesome. I don't know if you're aware of this, but you're pretty freaking awesome. Thank you. That makes me feel like I I'm trying not to like be emotional. And also my face hurts from smiling because you're so sweet um that's incredible it makes me so happy to hear that like lula rich is inspiring the victims of paparazzi to become the survivors of paparazzi and to expose the truth and take those bastards down we are hashtag crack the crown that's our hashtag um, I, I registered that on TWUBS, which is that place where you register hashtags to yourself. I might have also taken back their hashtag, which is they used to use manipulatively to tell everybody about why they were so special because of paparazzi. Hashtag because of paparazzi. Well, I registered that to us too. And now we talk about how because of the paparazzi, mm, here's a big old Amex bill. One of my friends is like, here's an $88,000 worth of Amex charges because of paparazzi. I was like, if you go outside in the morning and step in a pile of dog shit, just hashtag it because of paparazzi. We're taking back their toxic positivity. We're going to have toxic reality. And their toxic reality is that company hurts so many people. There are so many people in debt. There are so many people physically, mentally, emotionally harmed by them. And that's just the survivors. Let's not even mention the people who passed away because of their shitty convention. So 
we are empowered and we are organized and we are focused on not just taking the company down, but providing a place for people to voice their story so that they can feel heard so that they don't have to be a victim, but like you said, a survivor. And we call our group recovering paparazzi consultants because it's like you are taking yourself away from something that was ill, but you have got to heal yourself. So we are all recovering. We're helping each other. People have made amazing friendships. Um, I can't tell you how moved I have been. I've been moved to tears by the stories of people who come forward and talk about how bad their experience was there. My experience was bad, but it is by far not the worst. I have had, I've laughed, I've cried, I've yeah, it's been a, a very emotional experience. And I'm sure you know this because you went through, um, I'm sure many, many, many people's stories with Lula Road too. And as bad as your dead fart leggings smelled, <laughs> pretty sure nobody actually got sick and died. And that's where I said to people, if you think people are going to be moved by the stories from Lula Road, wait till the world at large gets a hold of lead and nickel and other heavy metal positive products that have gone out for 10 years. This is a decade of them distributing product into the world at large with no proof that they've ever been safe, much less that it's safe now. They won't provide testing data. So the testing data that we provide, that's the only thing we have to go by. And so far it hasn't been good. Wow. It's, it's wow. I, it is so incredible, one, to hear how much you've done since we last spoke. Um, incredible. It's crazy, I, right? It's crazy. I'm so happy that you have such a supportive group that, you, that you're nurturing and creating and you have this amazing community. That was instrumental in leaving LuLaRoe was having that group therapy. So bravo to you. Um, I, I know that there are other MLMs out there that have similar groups. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, hopefully some people can throw that in the comment section of wherever this ends up getting posted. Um, if there are other MLM groups to join recovery groups, like, like yours too, because I do really believe that it is really instrumental in not only like leaving and processing those feelings, but being able to make that those kind of you know, off the cuff remarks and the dark humor and the, the, the bad jokes with someone who understands and who someone's like, yep, I did that too. Yep. I was dumb. I did that too. I, there's so much catharsis in realizing that you're not alone. <laughs> and then it also kind of becomes kind of funny when you realize like how not alone you are. You're like, oh, wow. Okay. So this is like a whole thing. Okay. I'm, I'm just exactly. part of it. But I, I mentioned every time we tea time, we do tea time publicly. Uh, we do it on, a, on public Facebook. We do it on StreamYard and we broadcast it to three different Facebook pages at the same time. So anybody can watch it. Uh, and then we put it on YouTube, but the recovering paparazzi consultant group is a private group. And you're supposed to have left paparazzi to be in it. We ask what your former IAD was, you know, why do you, we let some people in here were just trying to make up their mind because I feel like the more that information is power. And one thing the paparazzi never does is share any of the negatives. It's always this toxically positive smile, 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 pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Nothing bad is going on here. And if you are having a bad day, it's your fault. We don't recognize roadblocks. We don't recognize personal challenges. As the founder's brother likes to say, 
literally, this is his tagline, no one cares, work harder. Now he thinks that that's inspiring, but what I keep saying to people is, this is literally when people tell you what they are, believe them. No one there cares about you. They want you to work harder so that they can make money. It isn't about you, it's about them. No one cares for you. Just work harder and make them more money. When they tell you what they are, believe them. And I like in these group chats and these clubhouse get togethers where people talk about their painful experiences to like the VFW. We Soldiers may have been to all different wars and it may not, you may not know the battalion and it's all different branches of the military, but everybody is welcome there. And that's why I say, I don't mean to liken network marketing to actual war. I realize there's a difference, but the concept of the VFW is the veterans of foreign wars, everyone is welcome there. Every soldier, every branch of the military is welcome there. So no matter whose downline you were in, whether you were a multi-million dollar selling consultant or you bought a kit and decided it was not for you and bounced because it was gross, everyone's welcome in the recovering paparazzi consultants group. There are some people in there who are just family members of folks who are consultants who've ostracized their family because the family members tried to say, you're in a cult, you're losing all your money, you're not paying attention to any of us. Where is this light that's so great that you put on Facebook? It's not here, it doesn't exist. And their, and their family cuts them off. Some of the recovering paparazzi consultants are kind of like, it's like Al-Anon, the support group for people who have an alcohol or drug addiction. And it's just such a nice group of people. And does everybody get along all day long? Of course not. It's 1900 souls in our Facebook group. Of course, there's, you know, people who don't care for each other. And we get a little bit of, you know, we get a little bit of like, okay, well, this triggered me. And I'm like, okay, okay, we're trying to be, we're trying to, I have, I have 18 moderators, (laughs) 18 admins, because that's the volume of stuff that's posted. People post supporting things. People want to post, look at this, look at this consultant still doing their thing. And we have to moderate a lot of posts where they're kind of wanting to drag down people who are still in the business. I'm like, this is not our focus. Yeah, the anger They got to get out on their own. We're not trashing other humans unless they act trashy. Now that's different. Going through that anger stage is hard. And that's yeah. where you're in like that bullying, that mean girl. Well, they hurt me so I can hurt them. And that whole hurt people, hurt people sort of face. Yeah. That anger phase, a lot of people get stuck there for a long time um, because we're it's trying to hard fix. to, it's hard to move past and to realize that you're part of a bigger thing. And it's like, it's not just you, you're just a cog in a machine. And a lot of times people really get stuck in that anger stage and it is important to process through it by all means, um, process through it. I went through it too. You're going to have that phase. It's going to happen, but work your way through it so that you can get to acceptance and, and, and moving past and being happy and not having to fight and understanding like what is actually happening. So you can help more people understand and get out of that anger phase as well. I I watched some trailer for a show the other day and this one character says the other character, what are you looking for? Justice. And the guy says justice, revenge, payback. We want the whole crowd. And I like, that's, I'm like, that's my theme. You want justice payback. You want, you want them. You want comeuppance. You want uh, me too. Come on, let's do it. But the one thing that I feel like we've been really good at, and I'm so proud of is that we asked people what part they wanted to play. We gave them a bunch of different categories and we're open to new categories. When somebody comes up with another category, one person was like, I just want people to get together and socialize and think about something besides paparazzi. I'm like, 
you got it. You're on the social committee. Like we're not giving, we're going to give people what they need. You want to play trivia on Thursday nights? Girl, you get, come on, I love trivia. You want to paint and sip? Let's schedule it. I can't paint worth the damn, but I can sip. Like I'm an excellent sipper. I am a sipper from way back. Like I got sip skills. Like I can do it. <laughs> I'm like, if it's paint by number or one of those things where you take the little gem and you stick it on a color, like I can probably work myself up to that. But the more you sip, the less accurate that's going to be paint by diamonds, but whatever works. You want to do trivia? It's so funny. I'm serious though. I'm like, you want to sit together and knit and bitch? Like I can't knit, but I can bitch. Like I'll hang out. If you want to just do something social, it has nothing to do with this. We said, here's all the areas that we're going to organize. People signed up. People are encouraging each other to participate. People are taking letter writing campaigns to the FTC, letter writing campaigns to your local, to your local senators and representatives. Who wants to write to their alumni group at their college or university and see if we can get some more jewelry tested? People are taking up the gauntlet and they're running with it. It is not just, you know, 10 people doing a thousand jobs. Literally hundreds of people have stepped up and said, I want to help. I want to be part of the solution. I want to be part of the takedown. Mostly it's a takedown. Whatever. I'm, I'm up for petty revenge. I'm good with it. I am not that evolved as a human being. I enjoy getting mine back. I'm down for it. And all these people are like, we want them to burn. I'm like, listen, we're not going to get a pack of matches. But if the federal government would like to take them all down, arrest right? them publicly, I would like to be there with the news crew and clap as they walk by. I mean, I would enjoy that. I would enjoy it. Absolutely. Just saying. I mean, I'm petty. That's okay. I'm fine with it. <laughs> so tell me about this documentary that you guys are sort of doing. Is this like completely funded by you guys? Like, are it you is. shopping it? Like what's going on? We're going to shop it, but first we're going to start it because I feel like now when we're in the thick of it is when we're going to capture the most without having people have to recall, like we're doing it right now. And that was my point with getting started immediately with some independent filmmakers. We are in the doing phase. Doing it now, you're going to capture the real activity as it occurs. Some of it's going to be uplifting. Some of it's going to be real disappointing. You know, we got some people's, for example, we got some people's blood tests back. And this and this isn't what our goal was. People, some people had really bad blood work and we're reading it. We're like, this person is really sick. And then the other people are like, but I'm fine. I don't have anything. I'm like, okay, this is really inconsistent. I'm not sure where this is going. You know, some people had pre-existing conditions that they feel like their doctors even feel like were exacerbated by being exposed to high levels of some of the chemicals in this jewelry they were not aware were present but then other people are like I'm perfectly fine I'm like okay this is really inconsistent I don't know where to go with this and you see the struggle the struggle of us all as a group trying to figure out how to move forward and get justice in the right way the families of the victims of the COVID haven't reached out to us we haven't had a single family member reach out to us even though we've been very open about our offer of support even if it's just they want to tell their story do they need financial support do they need help wrapping up their family members business you know we've had folks who were ill go to other people's houses and like do live shows for them or ship their orders or help their kids because they don't know how to do it right their mom or dad is sick and no one knows how to run mom's business and they're just trying to people are trying to liquidate their inventories invoices are due whatever people are really coming together to help each other and this is the stuff I want captured I want not just that we were victimized but like we rallied together and helped each other heal that is the community that I'm so proud of that we've developed and that's what I want people to see not just a bunch of broken 
women and men regretting life choices and just trying to figure out how to move on, like seeing us all take our power back and focusing in that. And also maybe it'll be inspiring to, I said, if nobody wants to pick it up, we'll put it on YouTube. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something, something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the flow knit high rise boyfriend jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claims standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report, and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet. And they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. We are going to film it all. Like, this is what happens when we call state senators and we say, listen, we've been exposed to what we consider to be toxic products and they won't provide testing to show that we're wrong. What can we do? And no one wants to take your call or somebody finally does take the call. The minute that somebody takes that first call and we all actually get heard by someone with authoritative power and a government agency, you're going to see a lot of people cheer. And that's to me the moment when the little person wins. And that's what you wait for on a movie. Why don't you want to see in the documentary, right? You want to see that kind when, like if someone could have filmed the day that the woman in Washington got an attorney to take her case against Lou LaRue, I'm sure they would have seen a bawling, cheering mess of a woman. I would have loved to have seen her face, not because I, I, I want, you know, I'm trying to live vicariously through her, but because I want to know 
that what I'm feeling and what I would have felt and what I can do, I want people to see that we're actually doing it. Because the cool thing about LuLaRoe was we knew everybody had been taken already to court. No one at Paparazzi has been taken to court yet. And we want to watch the buildup and record this for posterity as it goes. If it's nothing else than a, than a roadmap for the next company that has consultants that need to do this. Like we, I don't think writing a book about it is enough. I don't think drawing a map or a chart is enough. I want people to watch us because they're going to take something different away from seeing real human beings and their frustrations and their joys of what this is all doing. And if we come out of this with, in the end, with nothing but friends, it's still more than we had when we left paparazzi and all of our friends, our former besties and sisters all shunned us. This is a real group of real people and they're doing really hard work at, at all at their own costs. No one's funding us. We're just, we're fired up. Yeah. Well, I mean, lots of people listen to this podcast. There might be somebody listening um, right now. If there's any producers out there that would like to come in and tell us how to do this better, come on. Because otherwise we're going to get some film students and some independent, like people who do this as art, um, not so much commercially, but do it as art are working with us. And we're grateful for any and all help that we get. Don't get us wrong. But if somebody's got an idea how to blow it up to a bigger stage and you feel intrigued or inspired to help another network marketing company and you like Papa Poor and you want to be in on it, hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) What's the best way that somebody can hit you up? So I'm Tracy Reed on Facebook, T-R-A-C-E-Y-R-E-I-D. I've got, we've got crack the crown 21 at gmail.com. We've got a Crack the Crown Facebook group that's just Crack the Crown. That's an open page. And my, I don't really have Twitter. I'm so lame. I don't do Twitter, Instagram. I really don't. I know I should be more, I know I should be more hip, but I just, I can't only keep track of so much. But I agree with you. It's it's hard to keep track with all of them, but I will say Instagram is pretty fun. Is it? Because I know I watch you on Instagram, which is funny. Like I get on and watch my friends reels, but I don't do anything on Instagram at all. I have put up like three pictures. One was like a haircut. And I was like, look at my haircut. That's it. That's all you're getting. I got a haircut. <laughs> so mean. We do have somebody who's putting up uh, TikToks. Her name is analytical on TikTok. She's putting up anti-paparazzi TikToks and she's having anybody who wants to create one, send it to her and she puts it up anonymously so people don't have personal backlash in their uh, business pages and stuff, which is really cool. Um, And they're funny. And it's mostly about the propaganda that comes out of the mouths of elite leaders. Okay. I will throw her handle in the show notes so people can yes. find that TikTok. It's Anna, A-N-A, and then Lytical. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a pun. She's very punny. I've also got an email. It's T read at readunclaimed.com. T T R E I D at R E I D U N C L A I M E D.com. Then my business page for our boutique is Bluegrass Bling on Facebook. We also can be contacted through that. Like I, I have a bunch of different ways people can contact me. I don't know which way is the easiest for most people, but if you're a former paparazzi consultant and you didn't know about any of this and you just want to get in on the fun and tell your story and let us know where, what category of ex consultant you fit into, hit us up. It's fun. We're on Clubhouse. We've got um, former Papa is the room in Clubhouse. We're on every Tuesday night and Thursday night. 
our YouTube channel is just now called Crack the Crown. <laughs> We've got all our YouTube videos up on, on there. Um, those are getting like 10 to 12,000 views per video. And I think it's mostly consultants trying to make up their mind whether they want to leave or not. But hmm, other people hey. just like, I came to you for anti-MLM content. Keep doing what you're doing. And I'm like, yes, I will. I, I mean, I'm hot tea former consultants reaching out and watching your videos like that's exactly what we want to happen that we who want for. them to do this we want them to listen to their cognitive dissonance and be like wait a second tracy says this or papa says this but both of those things can't be true at the same time and then find your video and find the proof and find the truth and be able to make it's decisions amazing. every time someone leaves i feel like even if one person had left because we started spreading this information, I would have felt gratified. My friend Jerry and I both set a goal that we wanted to get as many people to leave as we had brought in because we felt like we would make like, a, it's like a carbon neutral footprint. Like you just want to even the universe, the karma in the universe. But so far, um, we've, my, my entire downline was only 56 people. So there's 1900 people in that group. And I figure, um, I've pretty much blown karma up. I'm feeling like a karma tsunami right now. I'm feeling like we really did the right thing. And it's an amazing feeling because so very few times in your life, does everybody look at you and say, yeah, you really did the right thing. Like an entire crowd of people are like, yes, that was the right thing to do. Cause usually you're making, you know, we're adults, we're making our decisions and we're moving on. But like for a whole crowd of people to go, you know what? Yes, girl. I'm like, I did it. I did it right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you and also so tonight funny, we're having right? roasted chicken. Would anybody like to weigh in on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you seriously cracked me up. Um, I will say that that our other episode is one of my favorite episodes just because we had such a fun time and like made so many jokes and just got to be like unapologetically ourselves. And that's old, my favorite. Roberta. I'm 50 years old. I'm like, if you've reached halfway point in a century and you're not cool with yourself and you can't laugh at your own mistakes, then you've got the, the back end of it when everything starts uh, breaking and aching is not going to be that cool. I don't want to look back on my life and be full of regrets. I just <laughs> want to not. be like, girl, you could have done better and laugh it off and move on because I got, I have a positive life to live and I'm going to leave paparazzi where they belong, hopefully in a crying mound of dissolution and unhappiness. But that's just me. Like I said, I'm still petty. I may be evolved, but I'm petty as hell. It's like a pile of like rhinestones and lead shavings. And tears. <laughs> Rusted. Rusty rusted, tears. Rusted lead and from all of their tears. All of the glue holding their pasty jewelry together is all dissolved by their salty, salty tears. I'm not sorry. <laughs> well, they say you're not allowed to do it in the five S's. Like you can't shower or do sports or um, sing or sleep or swim or sweat or swear. Or, you know, you can't do any of the S's. Anything with an S. No swaying no, allowed. Swaying, no swaying allowed. No, swaying. No, no samba. No samba. Yeah. No sauteing of vegetables. No sauteing at all. None. Not even chicken. Yeah, I'm roasting it. I'm okay. I can wear all my pasty jewelry while it's roasting in the oven. I'm fine. 
no sunshine. It's all darkness. It all must be hidden like a mushroom in the blind. I think that's why there's no S's, like, because you're a mushroom. They feed you bull and keep you in the dark. Yeah. (laughs) I am so proud of you. I am so proud of every single one of the paparazzi survivors who are just killing that group just like i'm just gonna join that group girl you're invited you're an honorary you're an honorary ex-papa you're honorary i'm bringing you in because seriously without you i do not believe that we would have organized in this way and such an amazing group of people would not have been brought together this fast and this fiercely in this focused, like this is a focused, fiercely loyal, really determined group of ex-consultants who want to see justice done, whether it's the ADA individuals who had their medical rights denied to people who were just falsely, you know, told they were going to be able to make a business out of a, out of, out of a box of jewelry and had their upline sabotage them at every turn or chastise them or be, you know, being told you have an independent business and then you're micromanaged from day one. Just these people all have different beefs, but they've all come together to say this company should not operate the way it operates. And short of being completely overhauled, which I do not think will happen because they're privately owned. Let's be real. It's not like they have a board of directors and a public, they're publicly traded and have the public to answer to short of being completely overhauled i think they need to be closed and that's my personal opinion i believe they cannot operate with ethics morality and within the boundaries of the law and they should be shut down I'll i agree i called it i called my shot shut down that's my shot that's my goal i completely agree with you and i love that that other people are seeing their mlms in the examples that we're putting forth that paparazzi people watch Lula Rich and go, it. oh my God. And there's going to be people watching your content and going, oh my God. Like and realizing that they're in this like cultception of MLM and they're, they've been stuck for years and they have no idea. Like, oh my God, what's happening? I'm waking up out of this fog. What's next? And they have people like you and groups like yours to, to find, to, to be able to start building, building themselves back up again after leaving paparazzi. And that's incredible. And I just want to challenge people in other companies that have left their MLM, start a group and tell your friends, you will be surprised who needs this. You'll be surprised how fast people join and how many people come together. It'll be people you've never met in your life. I only know about a hundred of the 1900 people in there. And, and maybe I only know them through social media, but I, I mean, as far as knowing their names or being aware of them and that they were in the business before that, I mean, that's 10%. I only know, you know, I know like 5% of the people in that group, but they know each other. People know, they just tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, and they're support is unwavering and they're inspiring like when you wake up in the morning you're like oh lord I've got to call how many universities a day and how many state senators don't want to talk to me today or how many people want to be on tea time I have to sort through all these people requesting to be live because some people want to tell their story just to be heard and some people have a really outrageous story and some people's story is just I got treated like crap for three years and I just want somebody to acknowledge that my upline was a jerk (laughs) and it it may not it may not be anything more exotic than that they're like I don't have much to say except my upline was just a jerk (laughs) okay but you deserve to say it we're doing clubhouse for an open forum for people don't have a really long story but just the feeling when you open this group up and say hey this is former you know ABC company you're welcome here the people who come in and just thank you 
for providing a listening ear and maybe a, a friend because they lost all their friends when they got canceled from their MLM, because let's be real. Part of the cult mentality is they isolate you from your other friends and family who might be naysayers about your weird culty business. So then you're left with only your rah-rah sisters and brothers. And when you leave or get fired, those people dump you like yesterday's fish. And you have no friends and you have no Papa Fam or, you know, Lula Fam. You don't have any more family. And then you're all alone and depressed. And so many people are suffering with mental illness in this time of COVID isolation anyway. And then to be ostracized from your network marketing family on top of that, I'm telling you serious mental health challenges. People need these groups. And if all you do is say, come in and tell your story, come in and, you know, you just, just come in, just come in and be my friend on Facebook. Just come into this group, come into clubhouse and tell your story. I hope some people in other groups just considering it's not, it, you don't have to spend 800 hours a day on Facebook, just start a group and invite people and it'll grow from there. Absolutely. And how it happens. It's, it's absolutely the best way. I think to just social media has so many challenges but in this way it is such a blessing such a blessing to reach the people we would never have been able to reach at any other time in history the number of people you can reach out to that you've never met but that you have something in common with that you can bring together in one place for good it's amazing or evil i mean you, a lot of them think our our uh you know think that our quest is evil we've been vilified quite a bit by the current consultants who are now all doing but, oh i had someone dox me and give, give my information to everybody about my my legal practice and the fact that my licenses aren't active of course i did a video and told everybody i shut my law practice down because i don't actively practice law but they wanted everybody to know i'm not a real lawyer i'm a fake i'm like um Pretty sure my degree didn't dissipate because I turned off my practice license. A license is just something that the state get, makes you pay every year to say you're allowed to operate a business there. But okay, um, we've had we've had we've gotten threats. We get nasty stuff in the mail. I mean, we get vilified too. It's not all sunshine and roses. But of and course, I put my name at the top of the list and asked for it. Most of the other consultants don't get bothered, but. Jerry and I have had people threaten to come to our house, you know, and let us know that they're, we're ruining families. We're taking money out of the mouths of their children. I'm like, okay. Um, if you made a success in a network marketing company, then you can make a success in another business. You can transfer your skill set. Clearly you're talented. Pick another place. Also, if they're a success in network marketing, they're taking food out of their downlines, babies' mouths. Oh, but no, no, everybody wins. Hashtag. Yeah, it's, 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 I'm telling you, we've, we've been called, oh, they're having, oh, this is the other thing that has happened that wasn't the case previously. Paparazzi's elite consultants have all suddenly found God like they did at that Monet convention. Remember when everybody was getting saved at the Monet convention? The oh paparazzi God. elite consultants are all, not every single one of them, but a, a large majority of them, including my old upline, are now leading prayer groups every day. And they're praying and they're talking about how they're the gazelles and we're the evil lions or um, they're david and we're the evil giant goliath trying to bring them down and they're prayer, they're warriors of god and god will save them because god blesses their businesses so now they're emotionally manipulating people in a religious sense which makes me want to both vomit and punch a wall at the same time because there's very little more manipulative than pulling into somebody's personal belief system and wrapping it around your business televangelist anyone 
it's gross they're so, so predatory I, oh it's it's the grossest thing so, so people from the recovering group and i i tried i tried to discourage it but people do they're adults they do what they want we'll go on to some of these elite consultants lives live shows and they'll say we heard the jewelry is not actually lead and nickel free I have a nickel sensitivity. Can you confirm this 100% lead nickel free? One lady just started singing, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. She wouldn't talk. She just started singing hymns. The other one what? said, we're the devil. We can, we vilify you. Where they're reading Bible verses and saying, these are the devil. They're all the devil. This is the devil. This is the devil. They got four tongues. They're speaking evil to you. Don't listen. They're the devil. The devil is speaking. This is God's business. I've been blessed. We've all been blessed. I'm like, Jesus is not an ATM machine. You didn't get money from Jesus. That's not how this works. In fact, if you actually read the Bible, I think you'd find that Jesus was pretty anti-cash led unto Caesar what is Caesar's like the money lenders the people who don't you know take take your money take your money back into the kingdom of God but okay I mean I'm just a heathen and a non-lawyer so I don't know but whatever what it's the religious it's bent, insane the religious bent is actually quite a creepy development quite I a have creepy so development. much secondhand embarrassment for them <laughs> you're like I'm embarrassed for you girl oh I mean, what is happening? And the I don't people, understand. Like, I, I yeah. literally, like, I, I know I talk about cults and, and, and mani- like mind manipulation and mind control all the time, but like, sometimes things like this happen and I'm still like, how are they not seeing it? Like, if it wasn't already so unbelievably blatant already with everything that we educate and everything that we've proven so many times they're now like blanketing religion over it. This is not the first I've heard about these mass, like come to Jesus moments. We're going to get baptized at convention things that happens in Amway too. Like, like we're now adding a religious belief control to your business. What? It is one of the grossest parts of this entire investigative practice of trying to bring them into the light of day that I have experienced yet. The manipulation of people's religious belief system to make it fit their MLM doctrine. It's gross. It's gross. And that's, I say, I'm like, I don't know how else to describe it. I realize I'm a learned woman and I could probably think of a much longer word for it, but basically it's gross. It's just gross. Yeah, it, it is. You, ding 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 it's gross it's absolutely gross it's manipulative it's well it's dangerous and there are vulnerable people in every aspect of society but paparazzi is a weird little corner of the mlm industry in that a lot of the people who come to paparazzi accessories have not been a part of a network marketing company before and they really don't have a competitor in the marketplace so it's not like a health and wellness MLM where people hop from one to the other to the other and they're selling, you know, fat fighting masks, fat fighting juice or fat fighting powder. Like everybody's fighting fat, right? Or getting the vitamins. the most or- evil thing you could ever have. Ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not like that and that they hop from business to business to business. People in paparazzi are very isolated. And because you are told as a paparazzi independent consumer, consultant you may not ever speak of anyone else's business at all while you're selling paparazzi or on a 
or on a social media page where you mention paparazzi, you may never mention another network marketing company's business and you may not be a part of another one. People are terrified to ever talk about any other business or investigate any other business practice. So they only know paparazzi. They're very isolated. And it, it's kind of like the religion where in Kentucky, we have this group of people called shakers and they're they're not quakers they're actually called shakers there's a village called shaker village is a historic village where they you can go and see a reenactment of how these people live their lives and they separated themselves by gender into female and male households they would adopt children or take children from the community who were abandoned and raise them but they did not marry and they did not procreate because they felt like at any moment the world would be ending and in order to be good with god they had to live a simple life they had to stay away from society and file a very strict uh, list of doctrines that basically made them a bubble, a bubble community. They would take orphans in and they were, they were, it's not like they were cruel or unkind, but they were extremely isolated, purposefully isolated. And I liken paparazzi's business model to this because while no one is treated, um, no one is, is starved to death or, or, or harmed, you know, women, women and men had an equal voice in this religion. For example, women were not uh, subsidiary to men but they were all kept separate and no one had children. They didn't procreate, but they, it's like paparazzi is kept so separate from any other network marketing company. People don't realize that that's not common. So if someone from your church invites you into paparazzi and then they're all going to have their, everybody's going to say a prayer. People will stop their live shows and pray for people. Now, when somebody would come on my live show that was a customer of mine and would say, I'm not feeling very well today. If anybody's got any extra prayers to give, we say, if anybody's got any extra prayers to give, send them to Miss Mary. She's not feeling well. To me, that's just sending good vibes. I said, whatever your belief system is, you want to send some good vibes to Miss Mary. She's on here every week. We really like her. She's a sweet lady. I hope you feel better. No, they're full out stopping, pulling out a Bible, closing their eyes, raising their hand, and they're preaching. They're having a, they're having a, they're having Sunday school or a, a sermon in the middle of a selling experience. Paparazzi corporate has no problem with that. But if I went the one, one of the first time, the very first time I was canceled or suspended by paparazzi's compliance, I had a mannequin behind me that I had a LuLaRoe dress on because my friend had a LuLaRoe business. I had a cute dress on this mannequin that I was hanging necklaces on. And somebody said, hey, that dress is cute. It was Disney princess. It had castles on it. It was cute. I said, yeah, that's for my friend Pilar. She's got blah, 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 LuLaRoe on this page. Go, you know, go see my friend Pilar. I got suspended because I mentioned my friend's LuLaRoe business on my live show. I didn't sell the dress. I was not a LuLaRoe consultant, but I mentioned her business, period. And I got suspended until I took that live video down so no one else could be uh, influenced to go look at someone else's business. But they're allowed to stop in the middle of a live show and have a prayer session and have a, and have a Bible, have Bible study. But that's okay. So you tell me that they're not manipulating everyone to try to pull them in in every aspect of their lives to make them so dependent on this group of people that they're terrified to leave. Even if you don't sell a thing, just stay in. Get Fashion Fix is their, is their, is their memberships um, subscription box. They have a monthly subscription box that quote unquote keeps you active if you get your subscription box every month. Just keep Fashion Fix. Even if you can't sell right now, don't cancel Fashion Fix. We have a lady coming on this week to talk on Tea Time to talk about how when she got sick, couldn't work and had no money. She called paparazzi to tell them she wanted to spend her fashion fix subscription because she was financially strapped 
And they said, can't you borrow money from friends or family? Because if you go off the subscription service, we can't tell you there's a waiting list. You may not be able to come back in. She literally just said to them, I'm sick. I'm financially strapped. I don't have an income. And they said, borrow money from friends and family to make sure you don't get off that subscription box list. Right. Borrow money from friends and family to pay your bills because not your rent, your money, not your subscription box, not your rent, not your medicine, not your 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 paparazzi five dollar jewelry box don't lose that five dollar jewelry it's so essential to your livelihood because when you come back you'll be devastated if you can't get back on that subscription box list gross gross like they wouldn't let you back on in a heartbeat if you wanted to give them money funnily enough i uh heard that they've got a couple openings now that they've had a few consultants quit Sorry, I'm not sorry. Anyway, this weekend, an elite consultant who had a really big downline team uh, quit, and apparently, 40 of her downline quit with her. That's incredible news. They're a little backed up with with um, processing resignations right now. So they said if you quit after the first of the month, you wouldn't be finalized till the tenth because they keep doing audits to make sure that everybody's effective. Yeah. Wow, there's now a cue to leave paparazzi. But if you go on tea time and you comment something positive about tea time or negative about paparazzi, then you get compliance canceled and you're immediately suspended and you're fine. I said, listen, if you guys really want to be done, just write, I hate paparazzi. You'll be canceled immediately. It'll be fine because they keep sending emails, the same email to people. When people comment on our tea time video, they get the same suspension or cancellation letter from paparazzi it has come to our attention that you have made disparaging remarks about paparazzi accessories and then they screenshot tea time and it's always my face and jerry's face we're always making something like (laughs) we're making some stupid face but it's always tea time and it's a uh, it's a live stream at the top with just our heads so then the comments roll down the sides they've always screenshotted the comment and there's our heads over there and i'm like so what you're telling me paparazzi accessories is you dumbasses pay someone to watch every single tea time that we have and then pick out all the people that agree with us and cancel them pretty soon you're not going to have anybody left and that's such a great little papa hack that you just shared uh for all of you out there that are trying to leave paparazzi and you're stuck in the getting the fuck out queue just (laughs) hop on tracy's show say paparazzi sucks and the next day you'll have an email letting you know that you no longer have a business literally within 24 hours it doesn't even take a whole day it's pretty fast if you wait then when you wait on if you wait online you might be there for an hour but you can get canceled immediately with no effort of your own it seems to me like it's just efficient use of your time i'm just saying I mean, it really, it's just, why would you wait in a huge long line when there's a (laughs) VIP section right here? Flip them those double fist unicorns and walk on into the sunset. I am so proud of you and everything that you have accomplished. I am so excited. (laughs) I cannot wait to see what you have in store for 2022 and everything that's going to be happening. Who um, knows? Coming forth. I don't know. I may, I may, I don't know. I may run for president. Who knows? Just saying. (laughs) <laughs> a nice ring to it tracy for president i'm just kidding i'm totally kidding i could never put up with that i could never be that nice for that long that politically correct for long enough to get elected to any official office yeah no 
I like to cuss too much, so I would never be a. I would be the worst president. I would be too offensive by far. (laughs) That is not. I would never. That's something I would never want to do ever in my life. Well, um, I just want to say to you because I know that um, you've probably you know gotten a lot of accolades since the Lula Rich came out, but um. I feel like because I knew you before it got released, like this is a real compliment. I am so proud of you. Like, I'm not just proud of you because I watched Lula Ritz and like, I know that lady. I'm like, I am so proud of what you're doing. I didn't even know what was going on the first time I came on Life After MLM. I'm like, oh my gosh, some lady wants to talk to me. That's so cool. I'm going to go on. And then I was like, oh my God, that is so cool. I am so proud of you. Like I was very, I was blissfully unaware of just how important it was to talk to you that day, or I probably would have been a big blundering dodo head. But because I talked to you before you were famous, I feel like I can still say to you, I am so, so proud of you. And so excited that of all the people with scary stories that you like actually asked me to come and tell mine. I'm like, you could have talked to all the people and you talked to me. I'm so excited. You are ridiculous. <laughs> you guys, I think Caldwell. You guys are the funniest because I'm not famous or important. <laughs> I mean, you other than sure just you being. Are. <laughs> you, sure you are. When I go on tea time you tomorrow night, keep, you guys keep me humble, though. <laughs> when I go on tea time tomorrow night, so we get we pull a thousand viewers a night on this live show, right? Which is pretty good because I never had that many buying paparazzi from me when I was on live shows. When people come on for the pipe and hot tea, and I'll be like. <laughs> Guess who I talked to yesterday? Lady named Roberta Blevins. You might have might have seen her on Lilowitch. I'll be like, Nene, I got to talk to the famous lady. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're um, big. You're big. You're big in the Papa Poor group. I'm telling you, you're oh, famous in the Papa Poor circle. Oh, I love you guys. I'm going to join your group. And I'm also going to pop on on one of your clubhouses because I would love to just listen to the stories clubhouse is a an emotional roller coaster and i'm telling you i have been brought to tears at least one time every single night i have been on there whether it was people saying some terrible thing that happened to them or how horrible it was their experience was or just saying i cannot thank you enough for giving me the opportunity to talk because that's how i felt when i was shunned and kicked out of eat i tell people you know what you people quit. I was kicked out of Eden. I was at the height of what I thought was my career, you know, pinnacle there. And they kicked me out. I couldn't understand what happened. I was still outside the door going, hello, it's me. No, really, it's me. Why are you not letting me back in? It's me. I didn't understand. I still didn't process for a really long time how they could kick me out for what I consider to be doing the right thing. Standing up for that man on standing up for that man who couldn't stand up for himself, got me and him both kicked to the curb. So I, I was just stunned and no one would listen to me. Everyone said, well, you must've done something egregious. You obviously violated policies and procedures. Everything there is so very fair. No, it's not. And no one would listen before. And the fact that people listen now and say, girl, that place sucks. Just makes me feel like I'm not the stupidest human being on the face of the earth. So when someone says to us, thank you for listening to me, no one understands. I do get, I do get teary-eyed and I do get emotionally raveled by it because that is how I felt. I know their feelings are genuine because that's how I felt. And girl, we love to talk about Lula Rich. Like we love to talk about it. 
was like, that is just like Papa Puke. That's just like Crapparazzi. It's we have all these nicknames now. We're trying to find one that sticks, but, but yeah. Well, let's schedule like a fun chat in there and I'll come in and like hang out and Don't we can talk me. Lula Rich. Don't I'm not teasing. Tease I'm not me. teasing at all. Don't tease me. No. Promise. If you get a minute to come in Clubhouse, um, just just prepare yourself for the fangirling crying and the fanboying. I mean, I just need you to just gird your loins. When you say gird your loins, it just takes me back to Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland. <laughs> That's what, that's what they say right. Get your lines. Exactly. Like prepare. Prepare yourself for the fandom. It's like Magic Mountain. They're going to slash all over you with their tears. There's going to be adulation. There's going to be probably a parade, a short parade, but a parade nonetheless. So on Clubhouse, have you seen like how people applaud you on Clubhouse where they flash their mics? Like if you have epilepsy, you could, it could be, it could trigger, it could trigger an event. I just want you to know that like, there'll be a lot of beep, 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 beep with the microphones. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited and I can't wait. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. That's so we'll cool. Yeah, yes. Thank you so much for coming back and hey, laughing and me the spilling the tea and cracking the crown and sharing everything that you've been up to since the summer. I am incredibly proud of you. I'm pretty proud of us. I'm not going to lie. I'm proud of us. We're making such great strides and I'm really proud of us. And I thank you for giving me the opportunity to come back in and talk about what we're doing. I know everybody doesn't know about the Facebook group, but I know everybody doesn't know about the YouTube channel, but there are people out there who need it, who need it, who need to come in and find us because they're struggling. And there's, there's 1900 people, it's up December 6th, there's 1900 people waiting to welcome you. I say it at the end of tea time, if you're a current paparazzi consultant, or if you're a former consultant and you are feeling a little lost, there's 1,900 people waiting to welcome you into a group of people who know exactly how you feel. So don't be afraid. Um, people are really nice. The water's, <laughs> don't be afraid. The water's warm. Like, come on in. It's welcoming. Um, I just, I'm not going to stop talking about it. And the fact that you let me come on your platform and mention it, I, I really am grateful. So thank you very much. I'm going to keep spreading the word until till there's nothing left to talk about till it's a, till it's an old story. We talk about, Hey, remember that company that got shut down until my story starts with, Hey, remember that company that got shut down? I'm not going to stop. So thank you. Well, you are so welcome. And I am here with you every step of the way of cracking that crown. I cannot wait until we see, you know, I cannot wait until paparazzi bites the dust. Me either. And I hope it's lead and nickel filled dust that gives them all a coughing fit, but Hey, I said I was petty, not going to be gracious, even in success. I'm not, even when I win, I'm going to be a petty ass winner. Be like, nah, 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 nah. we won. Yeah. It's going to be cool. <laughs> I love you. It's going to be cool. I'm, 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 I'm already calling my shot. I'm already, what is, I'm manifesting it. You know, all that stuff that they tell you to do and all those network marketing success scripts, say it and it'll be so there it is. I'm manifesting that destiny, baby. Right there. Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And follow us on social media at Life After MLM Podcast and my advocacy at The Real Roberta Blevins. You can find all of the links to the social accounts in our show notes. And if you just listened to that incredible story and you thought, oh my God, 
I have a story just like that that needs to be told, hit me up, therealrobertablevins at gmail.com. I would love to have you on the show to share your story and start your journey in life after MLM. See you next time, Hans. <laughs>